Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to the final edition of This Week in Carding for 2022. It's December the 29th, Thursday, uh, rolling in to cap off this particular season. Uh, and again, uh, This Week in Carding, as you all know, is the uh, the podcast that we do to bring all the news that has worked its way uh, onto the EKN homepage over the past couple of days, a little over a week. Last show we actually did was about two weeks ago. Uh, this is episode number 56. And this edition of This Week in Carding presented by Mega Power. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. The name on this program, Mega Power. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power uh, specializes in gearbox engines such as a TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IAMI Shifter. But with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. Increase your odds of winning in 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209. 747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. All right, Rob Haddon here again, as I said, folks, joined by David Cole and Nate Dean, the full EKN staff here today. Guys, uh, Christmas was good. We're back at it for a couple of days and another holiday weekend. Back at it. Yeah, ready to go uh, to close out the 2022 season. So getting uh, some of the final news items figured out, updated, published, and and actually watching the the final event of the 2022 calendar, which is the WKA Daytona Cart Week on my second monitor. So I got <laughs> sprint sprint live timing on one side and the road racing on the other side. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, how about you, Nate, uh, Dean? Uh, all good for Christmas? Yeah, all good. Enjoying the very, what is the very short karting break in the winter. But No kidding, right? <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, we're back at it in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Hey, David, let's get things underway. One of the places we will be going in uh, February uh, as we turn the calendar and get into 2023 will be the uh, this year's run of the Challenge of the Americas, the West Coast Winter Series, the Rock Cup uh, program. Registration opening for the 2023 uh, series as well. First event pre-entry is now available. Yeah, February 3rd through the 5th at Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. Get to visit that exciting facility, a great racetrack to watch yeah. racing at, and uh, and always love going there. Uh, so excited to get back uh, to the challenge for I think what is our thirteenth season with that? Yeah. Is it really? Uh, their sixteenth, <laughs> yeah, their sixteenth year. Uh, th- our thirteen because we started in twenty ten, so just wow. shortly after they got going. Unbelievable, right? Um, yeah, we've nearly been to every. I've nearly been to every single race. You've been to nearly every single race as yep. well, too. Missed a couple here and there. But oh good. But uh yeah, exciting times. Uh, a lot of interest in their new OKN category that they're gonna have for the 2023 season. They've actually opened it up to all the FIA homologated manufacturers. So it was gonna be Vortex only to help, you know, with the with the uh availability of yeah. engines and parts, Supply. but uh yeah. but they've been able to get with the manufacturers and be like you know, the, the manufacturers are, are stated that they'll they'll have parts and 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 engines available for competitors. And there's a lot of interest in, with the competitors. So uh, that's one thing they do have. So it's opened up. So that would be interesting to see how that that shakes out in Tucson in basically five to six weeks. Right. <laughs> I know it's just crazy, which right? will be which will be pretty crazy. And then again, the junior shifter uh, program going to be instituted uh, in in. in they make its debut there in Tucson. So that, uh, that restrictor for the rock shifter engine for the junior category, that's coming, uh, overseas from overseas as well, as long as the, the new Tillotson carburetors for the mini rock, uh, will be available soon here in the U S. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really, I'm really pumped about this. Are you, this, this is really, it's cool. It's, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going back to when we first started Shift the Card Illustrated magazine and then had Super Card Illustrated, where you know you used to have to have the direct drive OKN class. I think it's gonna be super exciting. And I, man, I listen, David, even when you started with us in 2004, uh, junior shifter racing, 80cc junior was a fantastic class. So many great young drivers. You just throw out the uh, Graham Rahal, Robert Wickens, James Hinchcliffe, you know, Alan Shudo. You can just put all, throw all these names out. Got Cole Witt, uh, guys that ran in the junior shifter category. I'm really excited about the fact that we get to have that again. Seeing some junior kids get a chance to bang gears. Yeah, Connor, Dave Felipe. I yeah. mean, that was one that stood out in 100%. the junior ranks. Uh, a uh, Or uh, a Zach Schiff. Yeah, Alex Speed. Well, Alex had already moved up to senior by my point. By but my he, time. yeah, he, but they, yeah, but yeah. he was a, a junior shifter racer. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, so a lot of Joel Miller, a lot of guys came up through the junior shifter ranks. Uh, and yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how, you know, again, we're seeing now a major influx of moving these kids up quickly. And if not into cars before they uh, have even turned 10. So yeah, I think it's, I think true. it's the ebb and flow of the motorsports. And again, you know, the challenge changed over the rock program just over five years ago. And so it, it's, it's kind of been static, but it's grown. And so now it's kind of a, a new shift with the program introducing the OKN and the junior shifter category. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be the same challenge, but a new challenge in, in the terms of the categories that are going to be offered. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Obviously, as you said, kind of an evolution for the challenge of the Americas, you know, when they went to the rock and we just didn't see the big numbers in the 125 CC uh, single speed categories, you know, the senior rock and junior rock classes, they just weren't getting the numbers. A lot of guys, you know, obviously running in the hundred CC junior and senior classes. We've seen that coast to coast, uh, but to be able to bring these two new categories, and I think it's gonna be super exciting. And again, as we said, folks, the, uh, uh, registration now opening for the first Challenge of the Americas event, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. As David had mentioned, Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona, one of the best racetracks, pure racetracks in the country. Looking forward to being there with our EK and Trackside Live coverage. Uh, before that happens, though, Nate Dean and I will be heading south. Got the flights booked. We're heading to uh, Miami, then over, of course, to Homestead and AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, presented by MG Tires for the Supercarts USA 2023 Winter Series to get things underway. Uh, just this week, they confirmed their actual class structure for the Winter Series and the Pro Tour for next year. And Nate, one of the interesting things, I think, was the uh, essentially dropping of X30 Master, provisionally replaced by KA100 Master. We saw, of course, uh, a big push by myself, EKN, and, and, and again, a lot of people jumping on board having the K100 Master Class at the Super Nationals. Scoos is saying they need a minimum of 10 drivers, 10, 10 pre-entries to be able to add K100 Master to the Winter Series. I think and we last heard uh, there was eight. It was a big influx as soon as uh, we posted that press release from Supercarts USA. But uh, all told, uh, Nate, they kind of laid out their entire uh, class structure. Not surprising, pretty much all the, the primary categories returning. Yeah, like you said, all the primary categories are staying K100 Masters. Kind of the excuse is following the footsteps of other series with kind of phasing out that X30 Master class and turning it into K100 Master, obviously yeah. with the growth and success that we've been seeing with KA the past couple of years, especially and especially what we saw at Super Nets, how big that class was and how competitive it was. I think there's a lot of people who definitely want more of k100 master in the scusa so obviously they're listening and hopefully you get that minimum of 10 but i don't think we'll have a problem with that i don't think so either obviously just eight right now the the deadline is uh, for actual the winter series is january the 9th that's the the pre-entry deadline i believe uh the scusa saying they want to see the 10 dr uh, drivers for k100 master uh by de december 31st which would be saturday so still a couple of days to drop that in and i, I would expect that they're going to hit their minimums there uh pro shifter master shifter on board x30 junior senior ka100 junior senior and master potentially and of course mini swift and micro swift all returning uh, David, will be rolling down, as we said, to AMR uh, Motorplex, running in the counterclockwise direction for the first of the double headers here in January. Looking forward to seeing how things roll out for the Winter Series this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, you know, again, the Homestead, they've made a little bit of changes last year. I think uh, there might be a few more changes this year. We'll see what happens to the racetrack. But uh, again, like, very similar to what we saw last year. So not much changing, just a, a kind of a, a, uh, a beginning of the 2023 season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, I would expect to see looking at the entries for that, uh, KA 100 master. It's all a lot of majority are Florida drivers. So I think you'd be able to get a few more drivers from outside the state of Florida, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, 10 to 15 drivers in that category. So yeah, we'll good. see. Ho hopefully. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the shifter categories again that we'll we'll wait and see you know what kind of numbers we get there because that's always been kind of the struggle for the winter series program. Obviously, as we saw at the super nationals, over almost eighty drivers in the pro shifter category, and then the master shifter category, I believe up to about thirty drivers, if not above that. So, again, it's it's just that finding that that happy medium for the winter series and, and see what works. Obviously, the the standard categories. Are working and do well 
So there's no change there. But again, just uh, a short, quick winter break of, in the month of December, and we're back at it, uh, back in Florida. That's it, folks. We're underway here with the final This Weekend Carding of the 2022 season, episode number 56. Rob Howden, David Cole, and Nate Dean here with you. Uh, quick break in the action. We get back. We're going to talk uh, actually about a driver making a move to one, a new team for 2023, and we'll uh, talk a little bit of road tax as well. Stay tuned. More to come. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. The Challenge of the Americas is back for its 16th season in 2023, and some intriguing changes are in store to make this new year the most exciting yet. We've adjusted the schedule to make our program work better for our teams, which means more teams, more racers, and more competition. For the first time, we're starting the Challenge in America season in February. We're launching at the incredible Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, one of the best racetracks in the country, on the February 3rd to 5th weekend, and then we'll head to the PKRA facility in Phoenix on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The finale will again take place at the beautiful Sonoma Raceway this year on April 14th, 15th, and 16th. The sought-after tickets to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy and the Rock Vegas event in Las Vegas will be on the line, as always. We're also stoking the fire for the series with two exciting new classes for this year's challenge that have the karting community buzzing. We'll be the first program to offer the new CIK FIA OKN formula, which is karting at its purest. Direct drive, no starter, light and fast. Who's up for this challenge? We're also providing the country's only place for juniors to race gearbox carts with our new Rock Shifter Junior class. The engine is restricted, which provides an incredible experience for our young racers and durability and lower engine costs for our families. If your son or daughter is looking at a shifter, race the challenge to get real experience. The 2023 season of the Challenge of the Americas kicks off in less than three months, so make sure you book the weekends on your racing calendar. To learn more, head to challengecarding.com. 
Welcome back to episode number 56 of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network, our final show of the 2022 podcast season. Uh, banged out a lot of them throughout the year. I think almost 80 podcasts all told for the year. Uh, David Cole, Nate Dean joining me, Rob Howden here for this particular edition of the show. Uh, David, some interesting news coming down actually right before Christmas. Uh, Chase Hand, who we've watched race for the last couple of years with Rollison Performance Group, uh, will be focusing quite a bit on running a stock car on the West Coast in 2023. But uh, kind of that West Coast focus, he's also, they've elected to join up with GFC Karting, Gary Carlton, his second season in the uh, senior ranks for Chase Hand. Kind of a hometown guy, going to get a chance really to run with Gary on a regular basis, all the testing they do out on the West Coast. So uh, that was a pretty interesting news. Not only will it also uh, put him with GFC Karting, it's also going to put him at the uh, Challenge of the Americas in Senior 100cc this year. Yeah, it's a good combination. Again, you know, Chase did a lot of national racing over the last two years, and it, it kind of takes a toll on the travel if you want to try and move up into the different ranks of motorsports and as you said his his focus is going to be on the stock car th- side of things yep. doing a lot of oval racing so travel is going to be very limited for them probably in 2023 in terms of karting and so why not get connected with somebody who's in the home area and who and somebody who chase's father joey hand is very familiar with and gary carlton and the gfc karting crew so it's a great combination again chase has that first year in the senior ranks under his belt already so he's coming in uh you know with with a year under his belt ready to go and see what he can do for a second year and as you said going to the challenge to the americas for i believe the first time i don't quite yeah, remember don't him know. racing there as a junior i was thinking the same ever. thing so yeah. uh yeah it's strange for a west coast guy like like chase hand not to be racing at the challenge so it'll be good to see him uh competing in the senior 100 cc category which we've seen the GFC chassis do really well with Jake Drew and, and Liam Letch and, and other drivers uh, in that category. Yeah, it's really the storyline that the plays out is, is really interesting on this one. Of course, you know, Joey Hand, who was a was one of the factory drivers for the legendary Emic brand back in the day. Gary Carlton was actually one of was uh, was a, a student uh, of Joey. So Joe, Joe, Gary Carlton rather was a student of Joey. He was his first coach back in the day. I think he was, I think he was nine years old or something like that when Joey was actually coaching Gary. So now to have Gary coaching chase, I think is such a cool full circle story. Uh, but David, let's just, you know, let's talk. We, we talked about challenge of the Americas in the opening um, part of the show here. GFC has been super strong as we know, right. In the, in the shifter card category uh, in challenge of the Americas have swept podiums. Uh, this is just another another bullet in the, in the gun in the arsenal for Carlton now into the senior hundred CC category. You talked about Liam Letch. You talked about Jake drew being very good. You throw uh, Joey hand in there as well. And, and, you know, GFC could be getting even more wins this year on, at the challenge. Yeah. And it helps that, as you said, and another bullet in the gun adds another name that a lot of, uh, Carters are familiar with helps with the driver development program that they they've been doing uh, within the GFC program because yep. they have a lot of kids in the in the um, cadet and junior ranks. So again, Chase could be another hand that you know helps assist with the driver development with these kids. <laughs> oh, because again, well played. <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna lend a hand david exactly so uh yeah it's it's it'll be it'll be good to see because again you get we're all right yeah i'll take the bow i'll take the bow. you get you get to you know get to a certain point and you know he where he did really well under the rollison performance group yeah. tent you know and so he's learned from a lot of different drivers under that crew and i think he has the ability to t- to take that and and move in that direction to where he can provide uh, a good assistance to the junior and yeah. cadet drivers under that tent when, and, when he's there for race weekends. And David, the first year in the books, right? You, you know, when you, when you're that rookie senior, man, you're a little nervous. You're, you're, you're trying to get established. You're trying to make a name for yourself, right? Running against the veteran drivers. Well, he's got that first year in the books. Now you take a little break off after the super Nats before they head to, you know, to the, to the challenge at, uh, at Tucson, it's going to be a different kid, right? He's going to come out of the, out of the gate swinging. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. That's the idea. You know, there's no there's no backing down now. It's like let it leave it all out on the racetrack. You know, that's what he's going to be focused on. Did really well uh, throughout the 2022 season in in his in his rookie senior season. So yeah, I would expect to see him towards the front uh, once once we get uh, rolling in Tucson. So uh, staying with the West Coast, uh, 
not really West Coast, but we'll start with this. One of the great events that we got a chance to go to uh, later in the season was the U.S. Trophy Final of the Race Rotax Program at Newcastle. Man, it was just such a fun weekend, really well-run event. The racing was tremendous. Uh, they'll get things started on the West Coast, David, with the – actually, we'll bring Nate in for this one. The, the uh, Rotax U.S. Trophy Series West is confirmed for 2023. Uh, a couple events in March and April, of course, leading things into the Trophy Final in September. And, of course, the Rotax Ch uh, Max Challenge Grand Final finals in Bahrain this year, December 2nd to 9th. Nate, let's have a look at the at the schedule for this year's Rotax U.S. Trophy Series West. Yeah, so obviously West Coast Tracks starting off in Arizona, ending in Arizona for the two races, March 17th through the 19th. Obviously, you're at PKRA for that one. Phoenix Kart Racing Association, always a good track, always produces some close racing. Second round of it will be April 21st to the 23rd. Again, going to Mulsman Honda Circuit. A lot of those West Coast Series heading there in Tucson, Arizona. And then, like you said, the Rotax U.S. Trophy Final Later on in the year for September 14th and 17th, that's back at Newcastle Motorsports Park in Indiana. And then the big one for everyone in that Rotax program everyone wants to go to is at Portimao this year. will be at Barring for 2023, December 2nd through the 9th. Some really fun tracks, both for the yeah. International, National, and the West Coast Series. So it should be a fun series to watch this year. David, we've been to both Phoenix and Tucson a few times over <laughs> over the last uh, yeah. couple of decades. Uh, but two two really good racetracks and kind of a, the the home base uh, for for the Rotax US program race Rotax. Uh, listen, the, this Rotax program is growing and growing. It's being added to a couple more series uh, around. There'll be more news coming out uh, of another series that's adding the Rotax program in kind of the Midwest area as well. Uh, that news coming out soon, but for for these guys, you know they've got themselves established. I expect to see really good numbers uh, at both PKRA and Tucson for this year's Trophy Series West. Yeah, it's not quite winter, but it's not quite spring. I mean, I guess it kind of is spring in, in the March and April months, but the summer season for a lot of the uh, northern part of the western half of the United States and even Canada, Canadians can come down and, and take yeah. part in the in the U.S. Trophy Series as well, too. So, uh, yeah, it gets, it's a get get those two races in and and focus on the summer series season and then get pre uh, prepared and ready to go to Newcastle once again in September. So good little schedule. Uh, I would expect the East to probably include a few more tracks than just the two tracks. So we'll see how that goes, but uh, waiting to hear on that schedule. And as you said, more uh, news coming from race road tax on, on the expansion for 2023. Yeah. yeah, keep an eye out on EKN. We'll, of course, have the news. We're working very closely with the guys at Race Rotax. Looking forward to getting back to the U.S. Trophy Final in Newcastle this September as well. Another quick break, folks. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about Briggs and Stratton. We'll also talk about the EKN driver rankings presented by the Skip Barber Racing School. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is, for 2023 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program and the brand new Tatus JR23. As the first step of the newly rebranded USF Pro Championships presented by Cooper Tires, the USF Junior Series will feature a six-event, 16-race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Cooper Tires. The USF Juniors Champion will win a scholarship worth over $248,000 and the total prize fund will exceed $330,000. The series will also debut the new Tatus JR23 race car in 2023, which is a development version of the USF22 used in USF2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving on to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the mind of the series promoters, and the USF Juniors car features a halo, and the races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of Karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. 
which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Kart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two cycle kit and Kometic's four cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to episode 56 of This Week in Karting. It's December the 29th. Rob Howden here joined by David Cole and Nate Deans, our final podcast of 2022. David, you did a lot of work on this one here. You kind of led, led the way on it, so I'll let you run it. Uh, the 2022 Briggs & Stratton Weekly Racing Series presented by RLV presenting their final standings. Yeah, the eighth year that they've been able to complete this program, a very exciting program. It can kind of combines all the different club programs within the United States and Canada. So you're not you're essentially racing against everybody again in North America, but not physically. It's all based on points and their point structure. So a, a unique opportunity to for Briggs and Stratton to recognize those drivers who do really well at the club level and then provide nearly 300 drivers with prizes for the year-end standings how you finish as a top 100 in each of the categories were were awarded prizes that amazing. totaled what's that that's, that's amazing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> sorry it's you came in quiet sorry about i got these new headphones and it's it's a little different right now so uh uh so yeah eighty thousand wow. in in prizes handed out this year so record number in terms of uh number of value uh Three categories, the, the headliner, Senior Master USA, that was uh, won by Miles Bland in Liberty, Missouri. He races at the Kansas City Karting Association and the Liberty Sprint Track. The Senior Master Canada number one driver was Simone. Simone, yes, I can never say his I would right. say probably Simeon Zawalak. Simeon, that's Salawak, yes. I Zawalak. said it right earlier and I now I can't do it again because I'm reading it. <laughs> the, first, the first time I saw it, I'm like, there's no way David's going to be able to pronounce it. Like I no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, Simon? It could be Simon. It could be Simon. It could be. <laughs> you never know. Out of Alberta. Uh, Edmund, Edmonton, Alberta uh, races for the EDKRA uh, program at the Rotex Mojo Raceway. So uh, was able to secure the number one position for the Canada side of the senior master. And then he combined both Canada and the United States for the junior division, which includes all the junior categories, but also cadet racing as well too. So a lot of drivers in this 
in this age group. Uh, Ava Hansen from Elkhorn, Wisconsin, racing at the Badger Cart Club, the Millbrae Raceway. She was able to secure the number one position for uh, the 2022 Briggs and Stratton Weekly Racing Series. Oh, amazing, David. You mentioned the eighty thousand dollars in prizes, uh, top one hundred in each category, getting prizes, which is crazy. Fifty three tracks in total, part of this program, four hundred eighty seven races, and almost thirty five hundred drivers scoring points in the Briggs and Stratton Weekly Racing Series. If your club runs uh, Briggs and Stratton and is not part of the weekly racing series. All they got to do is make sure they contact Briggs to, you know, we obviously will be showing that get with Briggs as soon as you can to make sure you're part of this deal. Because man, as you said, David, very lucrative 80 grand. Just, I think just a, it's a fantastic program that links all Briggs and Stratton racers around uh, Canada and the U S. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. You, you definitely got to be part of it. There's no reason not to, it's a, no, it's a simple sure. email and then submitting your results throughout the season. So it's not, it's not a lot of hard work. Uh, to be able to provide not only a representation for your track or club, but to get uh, your racers involved and be able to win uh, all of the amazing prizes, including, I think, the top two from each of the categories won a brand new chassis. So PSL wow. Karting providing uh, the Braille Art brand, Franklin uh, Motorsports providing two Merlin chassis, and then the RLV providing the VLR Emerald for two drivers as well. That's amazing, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Uh, obviously, David Cole doing a bunch of work. We talked about, of course, the central rankings, the standings for the Briggs & Stratton Weekly Racing Series. But, David, you were busting your butt, too, to kind of cap things off, taking all the you – it's know, really the Super Nationals and, and the Rock Cup events to, to cap things off for our EKN driver rankings, which are presented by the Skip Barber Racing School. You were able to do the final calculations to find out who are, essentially, at the end of the year, our driver of the year in both the shifter cart and tag categories. Yeah, shifter cart, we had 203 drivers register uh, results in the 70 main events from the calendar year. Again, our system does a 12-month span, so until we get to the end of the year, it still kind of includes races from the from the previous season, but really until we get to the uh, the month of December, uh, it's it, it it's still uh, a tw- what's what's the word I'm looking for, Rob? 12 month uh, it's 12 span. month calendar. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a anyway, sli- for, for us, sliding. It's, it's That's sliding, the word I was it's like. Sliding calendar. <laughs> exactly right. So, yeah, <clears throat> for those of you don't it's know, it's the morning. I, you know, I'm better in the afternoon. It is anyway. in the morning. That's true. So, it, essentially, yeah, when, when we go into December, all the November 2021 events are gone. You, you, you drop those off, which so is it's a sliding 12 month program. Uh, and that's uh, that's why things can kind of shake it around, David, here at the end of the season. For Let's, let's yeah. start with shifter carts. Yeah, the end of the end of the year is obviously with the Rock Vegas event and Supercarts USA yep. Super Nationals. That's those are the kind of the two defining uh, races, especially in the shifter cart ranks. As I said, two hundred three drivers, seventy main events for the twenty twenty two season, and driver of the year, Martin Kremers was able to secure the most points uh, throughout the season. Obviously, the Scusa Pro Tour champion winner at the rock vegas event that really helped his uh, point total boost up ahead of aj myers who has really been the number one driver since i want to say the middle of 2020 so he's held that number one spot for a long time but uh the dutchman was able to se- secure that number one spot and become the driver of the year for 2022 uh, as i said aj myers slipped down to second with jake french holding strong in that third position as he closes out his what will be his uh, Right now, retirement from yes, from yes. from karting, but uh, finishing up the year in third. Hunter Pickett and Jacob Gulick rounding out the top five. You got Hannah Greenemeyer, Kyle Kyle Wick, Billy Musgrave, uh, David Greco, and Ron White uh, rounding out the top ten for twenty twenty two. So exciting to uh, see a, a wide range of drivers again. Ron White, who literally raced twenty years after winning the Super Nationals at the Rio right. this past November. Still up there, you know, racing, uh, competing very well at the Challenge in Americas, but still among the top 10 ranked drivers uh, in the USA. It's amazing, isn't it? All right. Ron, Ron White just amazes me. Fantastic to have him there. Uh, all right, let's go to the tag driver rankings as well. Nate, let's you, let you run with this one here. 265 drivers, 51 main events, and probably not a huge surprise who ends up being driver of the year. Yeah, so like he's been pretty much all year, or at least that I can remember, Ryan Norberg taking that top spot. Fifth time in seven years uh, that he's had this. Jeremy Fletcher, Marion Kremers, close behind with Hayden Jones, Alessandro Atulio, some very 
big names up there giving Ryan a run for his money. Didn't have quite the Super Nationals he wanted, so I'm guessing he fell back in terms of points just a little bit to the competition, but that still doesn't take away from an absolutely incredible 2022 campaign by Norberg. Yeah, no doubt about that. Diego Ramos ends up in sixth. Pauli Massimino, seventh. Cameron Weinberg, Mateus Morgado, the world champion, and Nate Cicero uh, rounding out the, the the top ten. David, it'll be interesting. You know, you you look at the, the shifter cart class. Uh, you know, Kremers is a bit, will be back. Myers, French, of course, we're, we're, you know, going into kind of retirement. Hannah Greenmeyer, who was sixth in the rankings, now looking forward to kind of focusing on car racing for 2023. So we'll see if she slips out or how quick it, how quickly she slips out of the top 10. Same goes for uh, the tag rankings as well, right? Uh, Nate Cicero going to do some car racing. We'll see whether, you know, I know Fletcher's going to do some car racing. How much car racing is he going to do as well? Could see some new names pop themselves into the top 10 after we get the winter series wrapped up. Yeah. Fletcher will be a name you'll see drop because he's confirmed that he's not going to be doing very much cart racing, if at all in the 2023 season. Kremers, as you said, going to be back. So he might be able to have the opportunity to hold a number one spot in both shifter cart and tag. That's all dependent on what Ryan Norberg is able to do in 2023. We haven't heard really anything from him on terms of his schedule for 2023. So we'll kind of, we're kind of wait and see and, uh, you know, last year we saw him not race at the Winter Series except for the second weekend. So is that going to be the case this year? Yep. Uh, you know, is he going to just focus on USBKS and Pro Tour again like he did uh, last this past season? So uh, Hayden Jones, that could allow him to move up. I think you'll you'll see him move up depending on some of the early results he gets because he was really strong in the second half of the season. Good point. Uh, Alessandro Tulio, I get this kid. He's he's kind of matured quietly. Yeah, you know he's you know he wasn't there all summer long because he was focused on that USF Juniors program that he's doing. So uh, it was really cool to see him. I think his uh, Super Nationals and Rock Vegas uh, results certainly helped him move up into that top five. So yeah, it's it'll be interesting to kind of see how things uh, unfold. Cameron Weinberg, he was the second top rookie in the top ten there for the tag driver ranking. So two rookies in the top ten for twenty twenty two. Yeah, there you are, folks. The rankings wrapped and loaded. If you have, if you want to go look at the entire article, of course, all the the full rankings are available on eCardingNews.com. Just uh, search or do the drop down menu for the driver rankings and see that. All right, final break of the action. When we get back, we will wrap things up. Talk about the ECAN editorial that's currently on the website. We'll talk about the podcasts coming up that are available as well. We'll again have a look at where we're going to be and what's coming on eCardingNews.com. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. PSL Karting is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer, providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslkarting.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full karting packages. All three brands, Morel Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslkarting.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. When you're ready to win, go with PSL Karting. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand, the company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since two thousand three. One with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business, Stockholm Karting Center, in October of 2019. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Kartlift brand to their very successful Triple T race products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past 25 years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. 
position the hooks under the rear bumper, push the button, and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full carting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to episode 56 of This Week in Karting, our last podcast of the 2022 season. Rob Howden, David Cole, and Nate Dean all on this particular show. It's December 29th, getting ready to wrap things up uh, for the year. And then, of course, roll into January, turn that calendar one more time. Uh, David Cole, let's have a look at some of the EKN editorial that's been on the website, some of the stuff we potentially have in the works podcast-wise and on, on EKN Radio Network as well. Yeah, Ecan editorial over the last couple of weeks, we had two uh, articles, original content, uh, product spotlight on the car, new cart lift cart stand, stackable cart stand. So this is a unique product developed by cart lift to provide space in the trailer, essentially, uh, with the rolling cart stands able to stack atop of one another. I think you could probably get four or five yeah, on that. top of one another to be able to fit inside a, uh, a you know, normal size trailer. So that's, that's something unique and different. One thing that caught my eye was it's pretty heavy. So uh, that's, it's, it's going to be stable. That's for sure. <laughs> it's not like going to like fold, fold under you. Uh, the other one is the Mid-Pack Mary, the new column by Tiffany Kelly, as she talks about her first event on the Scusa Pro Tour, racing at the Summer Nationals at Newcastle, Indiana. So a great viewpoint of making your Pro Tour debut in the Master Shifter category right. and the only female in the category at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. I am loving the series that Tiffany's doing for us. It's such a unique uh, a unique uh, story, the way they got into the sport and how she's kind of taken on this Master Shifter category alongside her husband, Justin. She's going to have another one coming up because they actually went to the Super Nationals as well. They dove deep into the program. You think about this, David, they, they jump into shifter cart racing and go, hey, let's start racing some events. They do Quincy Grand Prix. <laughs> they do the Supercarts USA Summer Nationals. And then they go do the Supernats as well. So I'm really looking forward to the Supernats uh, article from Tiffany because, you know, we talked to her when we were trackside there. Her and I both were our first times racing actually at the Supernats. And she was just over the moon happy throughout the entire week. Yeah, it's it's a unique story. And then not to mention all the testing they actually do away yeah. from race weekends. They're, they're really on the track really every week. Uh, whether it be testing or racing. So uh, just, uh, again, gearheads just, that just love being at the racetrack. we got a lot of great editorial coming up, too. Maybe a little teaser on that. Um, there's some stuff coming down the pipe. I've put together a bit of a, a driver profile on Lucas Palacio. Uh, we've got some some series, uh, like uh, 2022 review articles coming as well. David, lots lots of good stuff still coming on the website. Oh yeah, we'll have we'll have news uh, leading into the new year. Obviously, we're getting ready to celebrate uh, the end of 2022, but a lot of good articles to uh, that we're focusing on for the month of January and early part of January. So yeah, again, lots lots to come, and again, excited to be uh, getting back uh, to the track side soon. 
<laughs> Obviously, yeah, some of the podcasts that are available right now, the the past This Week in Carding, uh, number 55 from December 15th, that's available. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, you can download that to, to all the podcast uh, outlets, to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, uh, all able to download the EKN Radio Network and the EKN Podcasts. Uh, we did a face-to-face show as well on YouTube with Keith Freeber from Margay Racing, talking a lot about 2022, 2023. We actually learned a lot in that one. Talking to Keith, he uh, he rolled out a bunch of stuff that's going on with Mark Gay, David. I thought that was really interesting. That face to face show, which of course you've turned into a podcast available on uh, for for podcast download as well. Yeah, just the sheer number of what fifteen hundred ignites they've yeah. they've made uh, since it what twenty fifteen was when basically Maybe. they uh, started doing the ignite program. So exciting to see that number, but. The, the expansion into what they're going to do with the Ignite 100 program and getting back into 100cc two-cycle racing. That'll be uh, exciting to see kind of how that uh, unfolds. And, and we're, I think they said February was about the time that they'll, uh, they'll be trying to uh, be the, uh, the curtain or the uh, unveil the curtain. Yeah, he was, he was very cryptic about it. He, didn't, he wouldn't give us... <laughs> he wouldn't give well, us there's the still... They're still right? trying to sort out the engine package. Yeah. You know, and the, the funny part was, is what he said was uh, they used to make engines. And I, I really don't think they're going to make their own engine, but it was a good tease for that. It was a tease. It was 100% tease. And the crazy thing is, think about this podcast. This is the final one of 2022. But Nate Dean, you and I are going to be doing another one two, less than two weeks from now. It'll be our first EK and Outlap of 2023 <laughs> when we sit down to talk about the Scusa Winter Series opener. David, Nate, this is uh, not, not too much time between this show and whatever the next show is going to be. Well, of course, have a this weekend carding probably next week to talk about Daytona. And, and uh, of course the WK, or pardon me, the CKNA uh, winter nationals coming up, but man, we're going to have a, we're going to have an outlap coming pretty soon too. Yeah. It's <laughs> coming at us fast. Like I said, <laughs> the carding season really doesn't have an off season with obviously all the winter series. We had a little bit of an August break, but honestly, that was longer than what we have. But it's good to get back into things. Yeah, we actually our biggest break was flipping in August. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and David, David, I don't think because Nate's obviously hasn't been in the sport for as many years as you and I have. Back in the day, there actually was a break. We 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 have almost all of November, December, January off at one point, but no, not no longer. Well, I mean, just to get into that the Florida winter tour is going to be celebrating its 25th season. So that was really the only winter program that was going on. So whether you were West coast, East coast, Canada, U S Mexico, or Caribbean, or even South America, Florida winter tour was about the only thing that was going on during the months of January and March. So that was it. That was the only events going on that people were competing at. Some people were, you know, there were some club racing going on in some of the warmer States, but nothing, as terms of a major event. So uh, to have the Scusa Winter Series now, the Challenge of the Americas, and also even some of the other programs getting their start now in the month of March, it just it just really, as you said, has narrowed down that uh, that break that we've had in the winter. So now we don't we don't have the ability to have like these winter shows like like PRI would be about the only time like you could you could maybe have a karting show or a karting expo or or something to, you know, where the, the industry gets together and is able to do deals or, or to talk business or just get together and talk about the sport and, and, Agreed. and yeah. do things. So, but uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, the month of December, like you, like you said, I think we've kind of finally recovered though from COVID because again, we had super nationals moved into December. So it kind of shrunk up that, that, that dead time or that downtime to, for everybody to catch up and catch a break because the Scusa winter series was the first weekend in January. So there was, really wasn't much downtime for a lot of the industry members and race teams and, and competitors. So not to mention Daytona was still going on as well mm-hmm. in 2021. So uh, I think we've kind of finally recovered and I think, you know, you know, we'll see now what 2023 has to offer. It's going to be obviously a busy year. We got a lot of carding going on throughout the 12 months of the season, and uh, it'll be an exciting time. 
Yeah, I think it'll be my busiest year ever. I think I'm lined up for 28 or 29 races for next year. So, yeah, I'll be on the road quite a bit. Let's talk about the ECAN Radio Network. This is something I listen to while I'm cruising around uh, occasionally, uh, driving the rental car from track to track. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we run all the shows on the ECAN Radio Network. You can download that to your mobile device. David, what do you got playing on the ECAN Radio Network over the next week and a bit? Yeah, this this episode of This Week in Karting will be playing tomorrow, December 30th, on the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, and we'll play some old WK Daytona Kart Weeks over the weekend, so you'll get to be able to hear, I want to say it was 2016 and... or. I don't know, 2016, 2017, 2018, those are the years that we have right now playing on the ECAN radio network. So you'll hear one of those years uh, on the ECAN radio network this past weekend. And then once we get into uh, the new year, we'll start replaying some of the Scusa Winter Series and Challenging America's events that we've been at. Nice. So a lot of rewinds. And as you said, we'll get we'll get another episode of this week in karting going uh, once we turn the calendar and get into 2023. And when we do that, folks, we will be back trackside again. I haven't actually laid out all the events we're going to be at in 2023, but uh, expect us to be at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, Super Nationals, uh, obviously USPKS, Challenge of the Americas, Rock Island Grand Prix, a number of events we're locking in, another series that we'll be working with as well. Uh, but again, January 13th, 14th, and 15th. Uh, just about two weeks from now, a little over two weeks from now, uh, Nate Dean and I will be heading to the Supercart USA Winter Series opener at AMR uh, Miami uh, Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Looking forward to that. And then, David, it'll be you and I heading west uh, to Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona, where we're back with the crew at the Challenge of the Americas, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So, essentially, IAMI racing gets started uh, with Scusa in January, and then the Rock Cup West Coast drivers get rolling in February at the Challenge of the Americas. Yeah, a very similar schedule to what we had last year, but you know, with Challenge moving their first event into the the month of February, it kind of allows us only a one event in January. So, um, a breather, yeah, a little bit of a breather as we as we get into what will again be a busy twenty twenty three. Well, there you have it, folks, wrapping up the season of our podcast here on the EKN Radio Network, uh, Mega Power, presenting this edition of This Week in Karting, episode 56, December the 29th. Again, we'll cap things off here now. We'll take the opportunity to wish everybody a happy holidays and, of course, a happy new year. We look forward to getting back at you here on the EKN Radio Network with another edition of This Week in Karting at the first week of January. Lots of shows coming, as I said, like the Outlap we'll, we'll have for the first round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. But again, lots of great content set up for 2023. Thank you so much for tuning into all the podcasts here in 2022. Hope you have a fantastic New Year's weekend with friends and family. Those of you racing down in Daytona, uh, race safe and look forward to seeing all of you guys find the success you need here to cap off the 2022 season. Thank you very much, folks. On behalf of Nate Dean and David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now. Bye.